0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights of morning news. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone. It's Thursday, July 8th, 2021. UIUC is now accepting the Duolingo English test in addition to TOEFL IBT and IELTS 245 tests for spring and fall 2022 admission. Duolingo is a popular language learning app with over 120 million users worldwide. Duolingo's English language proficiency exam is far cheaper than the other two tests at only $49 versus TOEFL's $180 fee and IELTS' $250 fee. In addition to the lower price, the online testing is more accessible to students who might not have a testing center near them or whose testing center closed due to COVID-19. Over 1,000 colleges such as the University of Chicago, Yale University, and Cornell also accept the Duolingo English proficiency test. Although the Illinois Department of Public Health reported the state's first day without any confirmed COVID-19 deaths on Monday, case data continues to vary quite a bit between regions of the state. According to the latest data available from IDPH, southwestern Illinois has seen an uptick in its seven-day case positivity up to 5.1 percent on June 3, whereas the city of Chicago's seven-day average is 0.5 percent. Missouri is experiencing the highest rates of infection in the country, driven by the more contagious Delta variant, and according to reporting by Illinois Public Radio, the three emergency medical service regions of Illinois that border Missouri have seen an increase in positivity rates. Health officials continue to say that vaccinations are the most effective tools to prevent the spread of COVID-19, but counties in those three EMS regions continue to lag behind in their efforts to vaccinate citizens. Yesterday, President Joe Biden flew into the Chicago O'Hare Airport, where he was met by Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, before traveling on to McHenry County College in Crystal Lake, Illinois. Biden gave a speech at the community college regarding his proposal for investments in family and education. The president discussed the inextricable link between the success of families and the success of the economy. Biden's proposal includes provisions for every American to have access to two years of free community college, paid family and medical leave, and universal pre-K education. The president also hopes to extend the COVID-19 aid bill to continue supporting citizens in this transitional period. The residents of the visited Chicago suburbs, as well as McHenry College, represent a demographic that was critical for getting Biden elected to office. The president promised them a reinvigorated economy as well as a revived middle class. Former President Donald Trump is suing Twitter, Facebook, and Google's YouTube, claiming he has been wrongfully censored. The lawsuit comes after the social media companies suspended Trump's accounts after his followers attacked the U.S. Capitol in January, stating his account posed a threat to public safety and incited violence. The class action lawsuit argues the former president's freedom of speech and First Amendment rights were violated by the tech companies, even though many similar lawsuits have repeatedly failed in the courts. It also demands that his accounts be immediately reinstated. In court documents, Trump's legal team argues that the First Amendment applies to the case because the tech firms are behaving like state actors rather than private companies. Legal experts believe that this lawsuit will not succeed and is a way for Trump to gain publicity. Haiti President Jovenel Moyes was assassinated in his home yesterday morning after an unidentified group of gunmen raided his home shortly after midnight. Haitian authorities have not yet named any suspects in the attack, nor have any known terrorist organizations claimed responsibility. The Haitian ambassador to the U.S. announced that Haitian security forces recovered footage of the incident showing the gunmen speaking Spanish and claiming to be members of the American Drug Enforcement Administration, although both Haitian and American authorities have denied the involvement of any official DEA personnel. The acting prime minister of Haiti has since declared a state of siege, the second of three levels of emergency in Haiti. The imposition of a state of siege mandates that the nation's borders be closed while martial law is temporarily established. It is currently unclear who will officially succeed President Moyes. The official second in line, the president of the Haitian Supreme Court, passed away after contracting COVID-19 last year. And the prime minister, who is third in line, cannot assume power without the approval of the Haitian parliament. However, the Haitian government currently lacks a functioning parliament, as many seats in the legislature are unfilled due to the Moyes administration's indefinite postponement of legislative elections in 2019. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Ann McEwen, Owen Henderson, Tori Gelman, Kayla Mish, and Barrett Wynn. Our interim regional editor is Tori Gelman, and our interim political editor is Owen Henderson. Our Deputy News Director is Emily Crawford, and I'm your news director. For WPGU News, I'm Justin Malone.